Bill, I think I'm going to open up another museum. Oh, help us. (laughs) All right. Let me get my shovel. It's going to be dedicated to bracelets that happen to be magnets. You know, the oh. bra- magnetic bracelet. Mag- certainly, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm hoping it will be a big tourist attraction. <laughs> T-W-O-W-R-I-S-T. That's really – Tourist. Uh, that's pretty Tourist. bad. Pretty yeah. bad pretty joke, bad. wasn't it? That'd be like a Wonder Woman. Sorry, that's folks. A, that's a dual – a dual uh, bracelet situation. Come back those bullets. Remember how she used to fight those bullets with two bracelets? <laughs> boom, oh, boom. Oh, man. Yeah, I had just, you know, just fly. Wonder Woman. And the bullet was always coming right where her wrist was at. Oddly enough. Yeah, they weren't ever going to her legs, you know. They were, or... Exactly. She always, they're always sort of right in front of her. <laughs> yeah. L- lucky for her. Yeah. <laughs> Love Linda Carter. You yeah. know, uh, you could probably take me to joke court in the future, Bill, with some I think of these, I will. With these, some of these I think bad I will. jokes. You know, we'll go instead of poetry court, we're going to do joke court. I know. Because I really I, I get onto you for your for your bad <laughs> poem defenses and you'll have to get onto me for my bad jokes. <laughs> it, it, it really is. You know, the poetry court when I'm defending, I really feel like I'm in high school with my with my English teacher and, and I'm trying to de- – it really brings back these – a little bit of a truly uh, traumatizing moments. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> I'm having a physiological reaction like – um, I'm going to get an F. We're going to have to decompress gonna, before I, 11, before you leave, aren't we? Eleventh grade all over again. <laughs> yeah, that's not the word. Is it decompress? What's the word? Um, it de, pro- it, de- I think it means just to de-stress or to you know, remove the anxiety or to. Uh, uh, oh, there's some word for that though. After you've been in a situation where you is it decompress? I, uh, I, I think that's what it. Okay. Maybe anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to send you out into no, the world no, no, of stress. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't squeal out of the parking lot. You know, ninety miles an hour. You know, especially in this town with that with the police camera. No, no, no. Never do that. <laughs> Episode 40, 40, 44. 44. 44. 44. That's a good number. It is a good 44. number. Speaking of numbers, the last time I left here, um, I went to go get the uh, – I won the – you know, I was going to win the $1.2 billion lottery. I went down here to Pirates getting split down in the corner. I had all my numbers chosen because of my retirement date, my age, my birthday. It was so methodically – planned out i had all five tickets with methodically num- methodic numbers each number methodically chosen i handed it to the little clerk and he took it he entered them and i took the to paper home checked it the next morning every number i gave him was entered incorrectly <laughs> every single number was not right and i thought what if i had won that 1.2 billion dollars on my chosen numbers he didn't yeah. enter it correctly yeah what are the odds of every number being wrong? Because he was over there five, ten minutes entering that amount, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I digress again. But I thought, you, you man. May have, pirates getting split, that may not be their forte is putting in putting Something. in lottery numbers. Yeah. I'm going to have to enter my own numbers. I'm gonna, if I'm going to win that million or billion, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> so here we are at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, we are and again, yeah. we're talking about a poem that someone has left in the museum over time. We are, uh, as most of you all know, if you've been listening to us, we're 10 years old this year. And Ten so year, the museum, yeah, we've got yeah. poems that I have kept through, you know, I've got the photographic record. I actually have the little the pieces of paper. Photographic memory. <laughs> I have a piece, piece of uh, lint 
that someone took out of their pocket and wrote a poem about that's probably 10 years old. I still have that. We have some weird archives here. Mm-hmm. At the I would say. <laughs> poetry you museum. probably have poetry on, on, on autumn leaves or, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, wow. Yes, well, yes. wow. Pieces yeah. of paper that are really falling apart also. And uh, some of them, unfortunately, where they wrote with a marker or something and the ink is so faded you can barely see. Sean, why don't we do that? Why don't we get in this fall, get some nice sized leaves and some marks yeah. a lot and let's have leaf poetry. Let's do it. And and, and have like and, and we'll have this uh, branches of this tree and we'll put the leaves with poetry on them. I just came up with an idea Let's as I was it. sitting here. I'm, I'm hmm. game. Any, Spon- anything Spontaneous like that. combustion occurring right in my brain right now. It's a little bit like what we're talking about today because you're talking about, you know, putting different phrases and ideas on something and hanging it up. Mm-hmm. And the poem we're going to talk about today is a magnet poem. Magnet poem. Yeah. Magnetic poetry poem. And it was left in the, the very first incarnation of the museum. It was on the door, which was metal. Uh, the frame of the door was metal, and so somebody composed this on the actual front door to the museum, and it was there. As far as I know, it might still be there. I don't know. Because, um, no, maybe I took those magnets down. Anyway, it was there for, for many years, mm-hmm. this poem. It's a beautiful sentence. Mm-hmm. It is really nice. Just a nice little yes. phrase. Mm-hmm. Completely anonymous, obviously. Yeah, you know. I don't know who wrote it. I don't even know when it was put up. Probably, it, but in, sometime in 2013, maybe 14 okay. or 2014. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> yeah. Oftentimes, magnetic poetry tends to be inappropriate. Yes. I'm not sure why yes. that is. Because it's kind of like graffiti. People yeah. people think of it as graffiti and, and sometimes. And they try to shock people. The, yeah. 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 Shall I read this? Yes, please. We read as the day comes creeping out a window. I just thought I That's love. It's a phrase. It's yeah. a phrase. Mm-hmm. But I just, I thought I've done this. Mm-hmm. I've done this very same thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lovely, lovely image. Because have you ever caught yourself reading and the day turns to evening? Mm-hmm. And before you even notice and time has gone by and you yeah. think – and th- that is such a pleasant thing to do is to lose track of t- – to immerse yourself and lose track of time in a good book or words or uh, mm-hmm. uh, biography, uh, anything. Well, the thing that brings you bliss, uh, there was something I was reading. I don't know if it was Carl Jung. I think maybe or maybe mm-hmm. Joseph Campbell when he was talking about the hero's journey mm-hmm. about when you're following your bliss, when you're doing the thing – that you just you just find great happiness in you lose you lose all track of track time, of time. Mm-hmm. it just goes away yeah you just get completely immersed mm-hmm. and it's a, it's it's almost like just a, a gift to be able to do this i uh, we we tend to be so busy and want to be so productive and i use the quotation marks because productive <laughs> can be so overrated that um, i think that we forget he's doing the quote fingers i'm doing the quote <laughs> fingers yeah. where where where's, yeah. where's my youtube um <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a uh, a gift and such a lost, almost a lost art to be able to immerse yourself and just lose track of time mm. in these days. Especially in a book. In a book. You know? Oh, my gosh. I mean, there are there are still lots of book readers out there. I mean, bookstores sort of have made a comeback, and uh, and people still want a, want a physical book. It doesn't have to be a physical book that this poem is about, but, and it didn't have to be a book. They mm. might be reading a magazine or something like that. Right. If you're uh, not at WackyPoemLife.com, go over there and you can see the picture of this poem. It is just one line, uh, one word per line, and so it's just written vertically down the, the, the door frame, uh, yeah. just put together down the door frame. 
<laughs> Here's a funny thing about these uh, magnets, Bill. I we lit our little town that that we're in is about 45 miles from Tulsa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was looking for some magnetic poetry because the first museum was in, or both of the first museums were in metal buildings, and so I just thought that'd be great to have these magnets all over the place that people can write on. This was back in the days of Craigslist, Craigslist, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> which yep. is it's still around, mm-hmm. but not as used, you know, Correct. because of we have marketplace and other the, things, all the yeah. killers and the oh, pedophiles. Yes. And that does tend to dampen things, <laughs> you know. That man showed up with a knife, and I didn't like that. I said I needed, needed money. He came up with a knife. Yeah. Well, it was even kind of sketchy back then, but I saw some. There was like a whole bunch of them. There were big magnets, little magnets. There was like five different boxes of magnetic poetry that this person on Craigslist had craigslist had for sale for five bucks well yeah yeah and i think and i was working in tulsa at the time so it wasn't any problem for me to go meet them up and give them their five bucks Mm -hmm. but it was at the 11th and utica quick trip Mm -hmm. which there's always there was always some kind of interesting happening at the 11th and utica i'm well aware of that quick trip (laughs) i don't even think it's it's not even there anymore, is it? Yes, there is. Is it still there? Is there is a quick trip okay. at 11th. You could ride across from Hillcrest. <laughs> oh, that's right. It certainly okay. is. Yeah. So, yeah, all kinds of happenings always in the parking lot at Quick Trip. Mm. And <laughs> so I was there waiting, and this car, you know, pull, pulls up, and, and it's, it's uh, smoke coming out of the, the muffler, <laughs> and, and there's like two people in it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. and and uh, But they, they were perfectly fine people, and I just— couldn't believe until the minute that they handed them over and I gave them the five dollars that that was that, really all they wanted was five that that transaction was going to occur. <laughs> yeah. You were expecting to see a pistol and some ransom note for another hundred. <laughs> well, to me, it was just like you put an ad on here and you go back and forth with this person who wants to buy it, and then you go and meet them all for five dollars for five bucks, and you want to ask him, "Hey, are these letters hot?" Are these hot words? hot words? Are these stolen? <laughs> I used to write Craigslist poetry. I would take some of the ads, you know, and I'd make poems out of them because there were some. There were some doozies, I oh, bet. Oh, unintentionally. Yep. I, yep. I, I still remember this one. It was of a yellow bath mat. And there was a picture of the yellow bath mat. And a headline was just like, you know, yellow bath mat, $3, price firm. <laughs> Somebody's gonna haggle with you Price over a three dollar bath mat. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna go meet someone and pay them. You're not gonna offer me two. <laughs> My three dollars is, is firm. firm. That is firm. My firm price. Uh, I, I saw I saw some little cats for sale in this in, at a Craigslist in a cage. You know, and it, uh, it said, and the uh, line was free kitchens. <laughs> K I T C H E N S. Yes. Free kitchens. Yes. Yep. I like a free kitchen. Yep. So we have it's it it's not really a poem, but it, it kind of is, and it's kind of it's kind of like the last the one we talked about in our previous episode. It is a winter poem to me. It feels like that somebody yeah. is you know yeah curled up with a good book or something in a sunroom. Good book, yeah. Um, but you know what? Also, I don't really know. Where is this person? It almost seems like they're on a porch because the day is creeping out a window. Okay. Um, I'm not quite getting it. Well, the out confuses me. Oh, The day oh. creeps out. Instead of in. Yeah. Instead of in, if like you're inside. Okay. <laughs> I thought they might be in a sunroom with a, with a screen door open and the windows open. Um, 
And it's, I thought, but the, and the day is leaving the, the house day, the and going outside. Leaving, oh, okay. leaving. That the day is exiting, and and um, I I put in my notes the window reference, and I think I thought the window is a visual gauge of the day. Yes, visual gauge. Of visual the, gauge of the wow. day. Wow. That's what I thought. That's awesome. I, thank you. I wrote that. <laughs> I want credit for that for the next poetry court. Yeah. A visual gauge on the day. That well, should, we should. Yeah, that, that we should, should be the title of a poem right there. Right. Yeah. I'll circle that. Okay. Yeah, the window is is very meaningful, and if you go and look at the the picture, you you see that it is also because it's right next to a window, mm-hmm. and. It's uh, you know it's actually on a door with a window on it, but I just find that and the alliteration of it comes creeping. Um, I I just when I thought about it, I was like I don't know where this person is. Maybe they really are outside. Maybe they're not inside. I also wondered what are you reading? <laughs> what are you reading? What song comes to mind when you when you and it, because you're gonna you're gonna be like oh yeah when I tell you this. There's a, uh, there's a, a melody. There's a well-known song in the 70s that this absolutely. Oh, something day. What's that song? No. Okay, shall I sing it? Yes. Sundown, you better take oh, care. If yeah. I find you've been creeping, creeping around, around my, my back, back stair. stair. Gordon Lightfoot, yeah, sundown. sundown. I, I immediately got that when I thought. You know, it just it's it, a very you have a cup of coffee, the sun's kind of going down, you've been enjoying the book all day long and you've lost track of time and dog curled up in your lap cat whatever. I just love the image. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I, just, I agree. Yeah. I and um I said oh, so this is magnetic poetry and one of the things I found uh, found about this cuz I was just kind of googling around looking at magnetic poetry and when it started and the guy that started, you know, he's a billionaire now of oh course, really because, oh wow yeah he's put out all kinds of maybe but, but and then i found this article on slate uh it was an editorial it's unsigned where this person is just really uh cranky about magnetic poetry the title of it is clean your fridge magnetic yes poetry no and who and who are you <laughs> you know are you yeah well what, i don't um, know who it is because they didn't sign it what omnipotent power are you <laughs> you know Goodness. So the whole article is about how that that this is a dishonoring of poetry to use magnetic poetry because it's not you're you're getting caught up, he says, in a poetic urge, but not in the language itself. Oh, good night. <laughs> Let me knock you off that pedestal. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, quote, I'll be the first to admit that magnetic poetry can remind folks that words are fun to play with. But let's be honest, more often than not, magnetic poetry is bad poetry. The kits are made up of words selected for their redolence, redolence, or irony, or wackiness. Oh, oh, yeah. Wackiness. And when combined, tend to produce phrases and images more meretricious than oh, meaningful. Right. <laughs> my, get, where's my pen? I need, I need to pop this, you know, pop this. Yeah, I mean, because what, what, what is wrong with wordplay? I mean, what is lo- wrong with playing with words? Yeah. Even Robert Pinsky, the former poet laureate, Quote said, when you see these little words scattered on a refrigerator door and feel a desire to shuffle them around, you're responding to some of the deepest urges in the human animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, it gets the wheels turning. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it moves the train down the track. I Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> Can I share with you, Sean? Uh, I, I was with my family in New Mexico, and uh, 
we were sitting around talking about the podcast actually, and my sister said, "Why don't we? Why don't we compose a poem? I'll start with a sentence and we'll pass it around, and we'll each one add a add a line." Let's do some wordplay. Let's play. do wordplay. Yeah. Wordplay. Yeah. You, if you'd you know, had magnets, you all caught. I, we could have. We could have used. We could have used magnets. Yeah. Well, but, what's your poem? Let's well, hear it. Okay. Uh, there, there is no title, but let, let me read it. It was my sister, my brother, and myself. Each one, we each wrote a, a line. As the day began to wane, I sat alone outside my house. Cicadas started to buzz in the trees, and and I felt more alone than I ever had before. Bittersweet memories came to me. Faces, places, aromas swirl around and land on my shoulders. Where have they gone, the doors? Um, excuse me. Where have they gone, the dear ones, the days, the years? Although, although sad, I would not trade the memories I've had today. Like the scent of the rose, the honeysuckle, the lilac, the jasmine, I don't hold them. I let them waft through so others can remember them. And then I had to pee. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. <laughs> Is that last line yours? That's my sister's. <laughs> oh, okay. My sister. She said, you know what? We're getting a little too highfalutin. We're getting a little too uh, rose gardeny. Mm-hmm. I just love that. And then I had to pee. End. So uh, I... You know, we she we, I tore this off. I'm keeping this. Yes, I'm bringing it. I thought I'll use this very, at some point. Very nice imagery. Very nice imagery. And a twist at the end. A, tw- a little, a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, a, a surprise ending. Yeah. Because haven't we all been there? You know, <laughs> certainly. This um this article also does mention a a a poem that is kind of like a magnetic poem, and it's it's a famous one by one of my favorite poets, William Carlos Williams. And it's called, This is Just to Say. I have eaten the plums that were in the icebox and which you were probably saving for breakfast. Forgive me. They were delicious, so sweet, and so cold. Ooh, <laughs> nice. It's a refrigerator type poem. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. I had a student one time that wrote a we had read this poem in class, and he wrote a little uh, apology poem that was similar to it about his homework, that he had left the homework at home. And is there a category? <laughs> this of, is just to say. <laughs> is that a category apology apology poems? It could be, or a refrigerator poem, just just like these magnetic poems. I'm not really sure. I think there should be poetry of lists that parents leave for their kids. You know, yes. You know, I told you... <laughs> Quit putting coffee in your lunchbox. Yeah. Well, you know, I used to write down things that my son said when he was growing up because mm-hmm. they were so witty, and I, I, I have written about some of those before, and I, and I could, I could put all those into a poem. I'm sure. It was. It, it's so funny. You're. It's so true. I was bring, taking my niece and my nephew, uh, eight and ten years old, somewhere, and my my niece had got out of school last week, and she said, and we and we have a one of our uh, my my friend is from uh, Britain. She's British. And she's learning our language really well. She speaks English really well. I said, "Well, that is amazing that she's got that she's learned our language." You know, she and she was so serious, and it's so humorous. You know, Luke said this one. He ran. He used to run out of his bedroom and just scream things at me and then just run back out and i remember one time and i wrote it down as soon as he said or i would never remember it he said the lilac went down the sink and the hamburgers in the laundry room (laughs) and then just went back to (laughs) he's like my mom is a poet and i'm going to contribute you know he he did he he did used to write poetry i'll be darned does he still i don't think he's 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 the father of two daughters yeah so he's a busy guy he's busy yeah busy with the green girls certainly oh yeah 
They should do some magnetic poetry, though. Yeah. I need to get them a kit. Get them a kit. And, Regardless and, of what Slate.com thinks. And get them a kit and have uh, uh, your daughter-in-law, uh, Chelsea, or um, uh, uh, Luke take photos. Say, take photos. <laughs> don't, don't let them, don't let them yeah. pull them off till I, till I get the photo of them. Let them put the words mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. however that they might. Yeah. And let, we'll see what they come up the with. Let the children <laughs> assemble. That should be a song. Yeah. Let the Te- children teach, play. Teach the children well. Isn't that, isn't that Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Yes. Teach the children. Yep. Yep. Teach them well. Certainly. My nice. favorite word in this poem is creeping. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I I wrote that down. Day comes creeping. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, that was my word. Day come because days days do come creeping. They you do. Know? And when you're enjoying yourself, they do pass fairly quickly. As compared to when you maybe are not enjoying yourself and they're a little more slow moving. That's true. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want to hear what my lover says? I about would love creep? to hear, yes. So, my lover, the online etymology dictionary says that <laughs> the word creep comes from the our trusty old friend, the Proto Indo European uh, root, uh, gr, meaning crooked. Crooked. Mm-hmm. You crooked, crooked creep. Yeah, to move secretly or evade detection, mm-hmm. move slowly, feebly, or timorously. Mm-hmm. In reference to, I love this description, in reference to imperceptible movements of things like soil, railway rails, etc. Hmm. Well, <laughs> to creep, it means to move slowly. When did creep get the uh, additional uh, negative association like you're a creep? You know, here we go again. We, we, we move it this direction. I don't know when that occurred. I would assume probably 19th century or oh, so. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, probably became a part of slang. At that point, right. The um, the adjective uh, it, creeping is in in reference to disease, you know, slowly spreading, and uh, that's in reference to plants that spread along the surface. Creeping flocks, yeah, and you know, the other things that you mm-hmm. use surface root maneuvering vines. And and I have a new favorite word too okay. that I found oh, when I was looking it up, and right. it creepage. Creepage, ooh. <laughs> I, like, I was not familiar, really. I don't think with the noun be, version of this word. That would be a good Netflix series. Yeah, we need creepage. to we need to to get with Faith and write us write a script for creepage. <laughs> you know, uh, you're, as you're all listening to this, you know what the title was, but I think I'm just going to change it because I think oh. the title should be creepage. Creepage, maybe. sure. Yeah, <laughs> creepage. But creepage is the rate or amount that something creeps. Interesting. Yeah, how much Inter- creepage? Yeah. is there? In your the more creepage, day-to-day life. The more creepage, the <laughs> scarier, you know. <laughs> creepage. A lot of creepage. Interesting. Hmm. An well. electron and a proton walk into a magnetic field. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. They, they, they negated each other. What? What? No, that's it. There's no punchline. Oh. Physics uh. isn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, hence the rainbow over my head, you know, during the headlights look on my face. I used to date a physics guy. Oh, you did? A physics guy. Physics guy? Uh, well, <laughs> what do you call physics guys? Physics guys. Uh, uh, something. He's not a phys- physics. <laughs> Physicsian. Physicsian. Is he, phys- he, phys- he was a physics guy. Is he physics attractive? He actually he took me into where he worked and, and was showing me like these, I don't know what they were, these machines, you know, where you had the electrons and mm-hmm. the protons. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were called. And 
I didn't give a crap. Were you, <laughs> were you were you electrified when you put your fingers on? Did your hair lift up? You know, no. Quit it, trying, it like, quit trying very, to impress me with electricity. Stop it was, that. It was kind of boring, I have to say. So as, you were not, as you were was not, he. you were not physically attractive to him. No. <laughs> it happens. He was a stopgap into it more ha- interesting <laughs> between more, more interesting. He ones. was a bridge, you know. Right now, I'm in the middle of a long stopgap. <laughs> Which you know, there's mind the gap. Mind you know, the there's gap. always there's always an into a drought. Always an into a drought. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we we've said quite a bit about this this little line. This we really poem have. Of magnetic poetry. Yeah, and I, you gave me. You're going to remember the thing about the leaf poems yes. and, and and so forth. And I think that you know we will remember that reading. You know, is something that people get back into. Lose track of time. Get back into the you know mm-hmm. in, into the cerebral. Uh, stimulation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Allow for a huge amount of creepage in terms of books to pile up around you. And I'll add to that. Allow your windows to be visual gauges in your life. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> visual gauge. Visual gauge. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. Poetry court. <laughs> you guys, every time, Here we go. every time Bill hears himself singing that, he, he my grimaces. Pulse is, my pulse he is grimaces. racing. My pulse is racing. <laughs> yep. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. It is that time. It is that time. It is that time for the, for the court of poetry. And, uh, this and I'm time, presiding. Yes. I'm presiding. Judge, judge Bill Guthrie mm. and is presiding and is also prosecution. And here I am, attorney, attorney Sean uh, Perkins for mm-hmm. the defense. Mm-hmm. And I will say, attorney you know, eternity. I will say, I'm. I will say, I'm miffed sitting here. I'm already miffed. You're miffed at, the, at this at this poem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you try to defend this piece of crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As the prosecution, though, you need to make your case first. Okay. This. Uh, uh, oh, need, are you going to read it? You want me to read it? Um. Uh, you read it. Read okay. It, Sean. Here is Please. the poem mm-hmm. that we have brought before Poetry Court today that I will be defending. I tried to forget, but you grew roots around my rib cage and sprouted flowers just below my collarbones. All day I pluck their petals, but I have not yet ascertained whether you love me or not. Okay. This is an atrocity. <laughs> this is. And I, 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 this is written down uh, on my judge's notes. This is uh, a grammar massacre. <laughs> massacre blood everywhere. This is image, imagery, Im- image butchery. Butcher, butcher, butcher. And this is also trying to impress the judge, which I do not appreciate. Ribcage, collarbone, really? No. You know, and to have things growing out of 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 uh, this is person is uh, trying too hard, and I think this is going to go down uh, as completely unnecessary and gratuitous fodder. So you present your case. Wow, um, I I believe the court I, probably. I, do you need a napkin now because you're crying? <laughs> I made you cry. Need... Uh, I believe the court needs to consider bail for this poem, or at least have it released on its own recognizance. Uh, denied. <laughs> denied. Bail is denied on this. No. Do they I, have to give reasons when they deny bail? Um, <laughs> it, it, again, unless you can prove that it is not uh, a, 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 a grammatical massacre, or uh, 
Also, how, how, you how, had some great you had some great comments there. How gratuitous! Um, <laughs> grow, grew, grow, grow roots around my rib cage, uh, sprouted flowers and my collarbones. It's like uh, completely, uh, actually, uh, it uh, makes you speechless. Doesn't it? It does make me speechless. It makes you because, speechless with its beauty and but, its metaphor. Uh, beauty. It's just <laughs> gratuitous. It's like really. Uh, there is nothing um, melodious. There's nothing poetic. There's nothing uh, even uh, um, Im- Im- image, uh, be- beautifully image evoking here. So mm. proceed. Mm. Um, uh, well, and judge, plucking, and plucking judge, petals, plucking petals. Do you pluck petals? I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, we would like to enter a plea of insanity. Um, considered, <laughs> considered. I will entertain that. I will entertain that. You, you realize we can't be found guilty of a crime if we're we're legally insane when we committed it, and that is the uh, that is the the defense that we put before you now. This was not because of any willful intent uh, to commit a crime, but there was a certain amount of um, mental distress. Obviously, that obviously. Uh, precipitated yeah. the writing of this poem and the use of the the metaphor that you see as gratuitous. Well, Attorney Perkins, I will consider that, but I would like to say I'm going to let the listeners also weigh in on this and to help me t- decide whether I need to uh, uh, allow insanity in this case. Mm-hmm. I will consider it. Well, I, I, we, I, yes, <clears throat> we we are afraid that we may be in danger or may be harmed if this is considered a criminal act. And and why so, might that be? What is your cause for uh, thinking you might your health might be at risk or your be life, because this was written, as I said, under duress, and we did not understand the nature of the the act that we were per- perpetrating, that my client was per- perpetrating, and uh, and did not uh, sufficiently understand it was morally wrong. Hogwash. <laughs> I think that was just a bunch of uh, superfluous verbiage similar to this similar to this poem. I don't know about that. You're trying to confuse me and it's not I'm not having it. Um, I'm not sure you've met the burden of proof though. Uh, you will show respect in my court and not not pass judgment on the on the on the judge. I needed a picture of that facial expression you just gave me. <laughs> Me to, he took offense at my saying you didn't meet the burden me of proof. In my courtroom, you come into my courtroom and, and, and say and, and dare <laughs> contempt, perhaps. I don't know. Okay, um, so so we're we're going to let you all we decided in the last episode, if y'all were listening, that we are gonna let you all decide who won this case here with this poem was um is is it uh, is it uh, the judge Judge Guthrie? Did he make his case? Which and I did. Is, which of course you know I did. People. Mm-hmm. Or it was the defense attorney who very succinctly and expertly <laughs> argued uh, the insanity defense for this. Nice poem. try. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> so put in the comments on our Facebook page, Wacky Poem Life, uh, under when we post this episode, <clears throat> who you agree with. Yes, and this court is now adjourned. <laughs> We look forward to hearing your comments and remarks about my victory. <laughs> don't push it. <laughs> we love that gavel, don't we? We do love that gavel. You know, we're, we're getting ready to, when this airs, I think we will actually be there. We're getting ready to go to the largest podcast convention in the United States in Dallas. Oh, help us. We're taking the little four and a half hour drive down there. Yeah. 
hobnob with all the young folk who know what they're doing. I've not driven in Dallas since in, in 30 years. I'm going to be – I'll be just like buckled to – to the hilt you know we'll probably stop on the outskirts and then just leave the truck there and say please someone drive us in uber get us to sheridan yeah to sheridan yeah i was just thinking we should take poetry court to the podcast convention and just Wouldn't that be really fun? freak everybody have out. a table there and saying defend this yeah well i will be interested to see and we will talk about it in the next episode after we've been um about about what we learned there and anything we learn about i don't know if we're gonna learn anything about poetry i mean i feel like we're pretty unique proficient you think there'll be any other poetry podcasts down there oh that would be that would be interesting i think what we're going to learn about is more the technical aspects of our craft here because uh, you know you know you know everything about poetry i don't know everything about almost nothing else Yes, but you know a lot about poetry, and you are poetic, and you're very witty, and uh, you're a great co-host. And uh, neither of us knows much of anything about tech. That's right. So maybe we'll learn a little bit about that, but not too much. No, we we, we don't want to be we don't want to be too slick. <laughs> it's like yeah. marketing. We, we'd like to know a little bit about marketing, mm-hmm. but not too much. No, because we don't want to be a marketer. All these. No. All I was looking at the schedule and all these. You know, workshops are about monetizing and branding and whatever. And I'm like, you know, I guess we could if we were really into making money. And I, I just want a few more people listening. Mm-hmm. And I think that will happen. Yeah. You know, because we're approaching a year in October. Yeah. So I think that we're, you know, it's a slow roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, just before we started recording, uh, I did a little uh, 16 second mm-hmm. uh, promo TikTok promo. <laughs> or as my as my nephew says, tic tac, tic tac promo because I got on there and I'm attempting to figure it out, folks. <laughs> we're dangerous. So, <laughs> we're dangerous out there. We have, we have like two followers right now. So we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so go on TikTok and follow Wacky Poem Life because maybe you know we're we're gonna and say you were there early. Say you were there. You were one of the early people and you're you're that cool. <laughs> well, you know I'm open to trying these things that are kind of fun and, and they're they're not too taxing I'm on my brain. But I I don't like the whole marketing. Yeah, Blah. I've got people who have reached out to me on my on my uh, uh, email about the the podcast and Bill, we want to make contact with you. And I'm like, get away from me, get away! I don't know you. <laughs> you know, stop it, stop contacting me. Yeah, you're doing the opposite of what they're going to tell exactly. us when we go to this convention. Right, right. You're driving people. Don't away. talk to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> you need a what do they call it? A dedicated fan base. Right. Let's get that dedicated fan base going. Right, right. I'm not. We do. I'm not too sure about in Locust Grove, Oklahoma, what kind of dedicated fan fan base oh, we're going to get in our little town of 1,400 people. Something. When the, the, they needed to call us something. We need to come up with a combined name of it'll you and on, I. It'll be all know. online. It'll be on Craigslist. Yeah. Let's get on Craigslist and promote <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> That's about how ancient I am. <laughs> right. 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 We give you the we give you the bills, uh, the shans or the or the or the um, the, the shills or the bonds, you know, group. Oh uh, well, thank you all for joining us and and listening to our commentary about magnet 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 blue. She's magnetized. Magnetic. She's poetry. a real magnetic personality, <laughs> right? You tell us your thoughts about magnetic poetry. Tell too. us and tell us which who who who, who might have presented a oh, lightier yeah. case. Oh yeah, you've got yeah. A, you've got a judge for us. Yeah. All right. Comments accepted. Okay. <laughs> we will see y'all next time. Thank Bye, you everyone. very much.